I'm Naomi Hopple, and this is Vibrant Sunshine Behind the Scenes. Join me as I grow my organic cold-pressed juicery to the next level. As a lover of podcasts, I started this show because I noticed a significant gap in the voices of small business owners like me. So oftentimes, brick-and-mortar business owners are invisible. We exist behind the scenes, and our struggles and triumphs are uncelebrated and unseen. My hope is that this show will inspire other entrepreneurs as I document and share my own journey. Thanks for being here. Today is going to be fun. Today we're going to talk about community. We'll talk about the mural we're planning in Aspenwall. We'll talk about company culture, hiring, turnover, and I'm going to talk a little bit about being a boss. First and foremost, we're doing some exciting planning at the Aspenwall property. Sandy does an amazing job at community involvement in her murals, and we've been talking about a variety of ways that we can work with children in the neighborhood and really give them a sense of ownership with what we're building at the new store. That culture that we're building is kind of an overriding theme of everything that we're doing lately. While we are looking at various ways that we can outreach to the local community, more than anything, we're building the framework for having a cohesive team that really understands the goals and the mission of the Pittsburgh Juice Company and Vibrant Sunshine Cafe. One of the bigger things that's come up lately is that while we aren't nutritionists or doctors or even holistic health coaches, we are in a niche that is very unique in the food and beverage landscape, in the food and beverage manufacturing landscape in particular. And that's because making clean, simple, healthy food is expensive and time-consuming, and there's so many ways to cut corners for profit, and it's hard to find a place that actually does do things the simple, old-fashioned, labor-heavy way. We're really owning that. We're really sticking to the fact that we aren't experts in nutrition, but we serve them. We serve people who trust us for making simple, nutritious food and for having integrity. The company culture we're building puts a strong emphasis on quality, consistency, reliability, integrity, and passion for the work that we do. Passion for clean, healthy food and the benefits it provides to the people who eat and drink it. When we're hiring, we often hire overqualified people, and they're the people who are in the process of having the wool pulled away, like the curtain parted. Really, the ones who understand healthy food has value. Healthy food is hard to come by, and while we do pay competitively, these people could certainly make more money working somewhere else. But what they get working at the Pittsburgh Juice Company is an experience and an education in how to make this food. There's nothing crazy about our processes. They are really just the summation of a lot of hard work. And occasionally our customers actually stop coming to us because they understand that they're spending a lot of money at the juice company. So they buy their own juicer and they juice at home. And I think that's great. I think that in that case, you know, everybody wins because they continue to understand the hard work and the value that we provide. And inevitably they will come back to us on, you know, a day when they just don't feel like juicing at home or their juicer breaks or they didn't get the produce at the grocery store. Like we're always going to be here for them. And they know that. It's really a pleasure working with the customers at the juice company because in so many cases, they actually do know more than we know about 
the newest trends in health and wellness and the newest superfoods and adaptogens that are popular. And you learn a lot. I always encourage my team to be humble and not to have to feel the pressure of knowing everything. It's totally okay to say, I don't know. It's totally okay to research something online with the customer. It's part of the fun. It's part of the community. I actually took a marketing class the other day as part of a business certificate program that I'm participating in this year. And the presenter pointed out that what you do internally with your team and the brand awareness and the training that you provide your team members to talk with your customers is actually an undervalued point in your marketing plan because your team members are living and breathing testimonials of your brand. With that said, inevitably there will be turnover. And it's something that in our business, we have had to build into the culture because no one's going to be standing behind a juice counter, bringing people out and making smoothies until they retire. Not to say there isn't room for upward mobility within our business, but a lot of the positions available are entry level and easily onboarded. With that, we're happy to have new people, young people, old people. Really, the biggest qualification for an entry-level position with us is someone with passion and someone who will take initiative. In a small business, initiative is paramount. It's impossible to function without it. Having been here doing business for about 10 years now, it's actually been quite a treat to experience this revolving door of People who love the juice company, people who disappear for several years, move away, come back, get another job, dislike the job, come back to us, start working part-time while they figure it out. Or people like Sandy, who I keep mentioning, who is an extremely successful artist who sometimes just needs a solid paycheck between jobs or whatever. And she is happy to just fit in to our team. We provide that flexibility and because we accept the turnover and don't try to control it, things tend to work out one way or another. We actually tend to have a lot of artists on staff, which I 100% love. My family is extremely artistic. My dad's an artist, a sculptor, and a high school art teacher. My brothers both studied theater in college, and my mom's mom was an artist as well. I have a huge respect for art, and in my own little way, I feel like an artist, especially when I'm at the juice counter dealing with this beautiful array of colors and literally raw fruit and vegetable ingredients that you get to mix and create. And I think the nicest thing for artists about working at the juice company is that there's a sense of completion at the end of the shift, whereas in a typical art project, it never really ends. You really have to cut yourself off at a certain point. And in this case, you get to create a final finished product. You get to literally pour the beautiful juice, put the cap on it, put a sticker on it, and it's good to go. Having been around for the past 10 years and really noticing all of this and accepting it. I actually see it too in the yoga school next door. There's always a solid core of people and then there are always new people. The new people might come to yoga and they might do a 30-day challenge and then disappear again or they might be there for a year consistently and then move somewhere else, but they truly become the life and the energy and the community of the yoga school. But when they leave, 
the community doesn't. The community remains, but it's upheld by different individuals. And sometimes it's easier to see something with perspective, to look at it from afar and grasp it. And in this case, the only reason I really noticed this is because I have in the past been extremely intertwined with the yoga factory next door to the juice company. I have been a huge part of the community taking classes multiple times per week. I've never been an everydayer. It just doesn't work well with my constitution. I like to go to yoga every other day, ideally. But I knew what was going on. I knew the majority of the people there. And I really felt at home and that I was an integral part of the yoga school. And I still am. I still feel a sense of comfort when I go to class at Yoga Factory. I still feel that it's attainable that I could become a core community member there again. But when I go there, I see other people upholding the community. I see other people that I don't even know the names of really owning it and feeling at home, feeling, you know, comfortable and exuding that sense of ownership, of membership. So having experienced this, looking at it from the outside, I know that it's a similar space that we hold at the Pittsburgh Juice Company and soon to be at Vibrant Sunshine Cafe. It's inclusive, it's supportive, and over the years, we have been able to processize the roles in such a way that we are able to provide autonomy and trust and really enable our team to be independent and be the leaders of the community in their own time and in their own right. It's kind of beautiful. I am in this stage of my life so grateful that I can rely upon others to continue to provide this amazing, simple, organic food to our customers. When I have a one-year-old and a three-year-old and we're building a new space and things are just a little bit more complicated than the old days, the beginning days when I literally would be standing behind the juice counter for 12 or 13 hours per day, every day. This is a season of my life when that simply is not realistic. It's funny because before I had kids, I would hear the phrase, it takes a village. And I would say, I don't get it. I would say, what does that mean? (laughs) And now that I have kids, people are coming out of the woodwork from the day they found out I was pregnant to today when I feel so supported, so enabled. People sometimes tell me, I don't know how you do it. And honestly, I feel sometimes that I'm some sort of fraud because I am so well supported and I'm definitely not a single mom with some kind of crazy magic making it all happen. Honestly, I don't know how single moms do it. It's not easy. It's really hard. And my husband is an amazingly supportive husband. He's like the best dad in the world. Actually, upstairs right now, he's doing a construction project. And (laughs) right when I said he's amazing, something fell on the ceiling. Like maybe he's listening to me, maybe not. But my husband is amazing. He is the best dad ever. And we now have someone helping us full time, Ohara, who I mentioned last week. She's been with us for over a week now and she is amazing. We brought in an au pair from Brazil and this is a huge opportunity for her coming to the United States and getting a visa. And I really do hope that it opens up so many doors for her because it's such a mutually beneficial arrangement for all of us. And we're very happy to provide it and to be beneficiaries of such support and help with the kids. So the last thing I wanted to discuss today on that note is being a boss. 
and more lately being a mom who is also a boss and how this all ties in with hiring, which has been a little bit difficult. This year, we hired a staff coordinator, Emily. It's been super interesting for her, I think, because she comes to us from Apple most recently, where she worked also with people in sort of an HR type role. And she's had an interesting time identifying and figuring out how to work with the differences between a small business and a corporation. Particularly with hiring, as a small business, in so many cases when we're interviewing people, we also have to, in a way, prove ourselves, prove that we are an actual legitimate business that is going to stick around through thick and thin recessions, pandemics, etc., and that we are worthy of their time and energy as an employee. Over the past few years, hiring in general has been really tricky, like really one of the hardest things that I've done. And at some point, I'd love to have Emily on this podcast and talk a little bit about our experiences. But as we grow and scale this year and literally double our staff from what it is currently as we're moving into our new location, we started onboarding Emily and getting her integrated in preparation for this time of massive hiring and training and onboarding. But it's funny because some people will look at a small business and they will see the value. They will understand that if they work for a small business, they're working for individual people, families, people who are accessible, and they will respect that. And that's where they want to spend their time. Whereas other people will look at a small business and given the opportunity, they will switch in a heartbeat to work for a larger corporation because they think it's a much better opportunity. Now, with that said, there is something to be said for small businesses and our leadership skills. I am fully ready to admit that when I opened my business 10 years ago, I was not very good at being a boss. It was not something that I was ever trained in, that I ever aspired to be. It was not something that I, I mean, even being a leader was not something that I aspired to be. I and most of my family are true individuals. We have an individualistic personality and being a leader is not that. Being a leader is about community. It is about coaching. It is about showing and leading by example. It is about compassion and empathy and care. And that's something I had to learn. And now, like 10 years later, I think I'm actually pretty good at it. And the funny and ironic thing is that now that I think I'm actually pretty good at it, I don't actually have time to do it. Because there's so many other responsibilities, running a business, the accounting, the planning, the growth, the sourcing, the equipment, the things that break, the new menu items, the customers, you know, things always pop up when you least expect it. And I find myself trying so hard just to be able to see my team, just to like be able to stop by and say, hey, how are you? So it was apparent a few months ago when we hired Emily that my team needs more attention. And in that moment her job became a reality. Emily is now in charge of recruiting, hiring, onboarding, as well as feedback and reviews and developing our training materials and our onboarding as we scale to this next level. Anyway, I think that's about it for today and community, although it's a topic that we could talk about for hours on end, and I'm sure that it will be ever-present in future discussions as well. But in the meantime, thank you so much for joining me today, and I'll talk to you next time. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to give us a follow at Vibrant Sunshine Behind the Scenes. You can find photos posted on my Instagram, that's Green Juice and Yoga, Naomi Hopple, and also on the Vibrant Sunshine Cafe Instagram.